Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman, and today bringing you two exclusive interviews that took place on Talk Sport. First up, an interview between Sir Geoffrey Boycott and Jim White, where he talks about uh, Sir Andrew Strauss's reforms for English cricket and reveals whether his views were sought out or not. And then Surrey interim coach Gareth Batty looking back at Surrey's county championship triumph. You're listening to the following on podcast. So first up, it was Sir Geoffrey who started off by giving uh, TalkSport listeners an insight into his new stage show touring the country, An Evening with Sir Geoffrey Boycott. I don't have to sell it to you. It's cheaper the price, £25. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. What else would you expect? We've got film, all kinds of things, the Michael holding over, my 100th 100 all kinds of stuff, and we have anecdotes, stories, talk some sense as well, so what else would you expect? Some straight talking about cricket, but some fun. It's got to be entertainment, some stories about the great people and, and interesting people I've met. Uh, yeah, that's what it's about. It's fun. Listen, the audience gets a chance to ask you a question. What's the best question you've ever been asked? Oh, there's loads of them, but really. I mean, look, we, we, they want to know about... Uh, the best bowler that I faced, who was the most difficult, who was the fastest, these sort of things, because really fast bowling is the key to batting. Can you play fast bowl? It takes courage, it takes technique, it takes patience, concentration. Uh, you've got to have nerves of steel because it hurts if it hits you. When we used to play without helmets up to, what, 1978, 9, if it hit you, you were in hospital, you were seriously injured. So, yeah. Fast bowling is the key. It interests them. So I know about Lily, Thompson, Michael Holding. Marshall was the best. Wonderful. Dennis Lilly was great. Fred Truman. There's lots of stories and things about Fred, but he was a great bowler. So, Jeffrey, did you fear any of those that you've just named? No. 
I, I didn't. You can't afford to fear. You, you, you train yourself over many years. You know, as you're a youngster, you, you, you have a certain speed by the, the youngsters can bowl at you, and then as you get bigger, they bowl faster and so forth. And either you've got an aptitude for it or you haven't. You can't put it there. That's why tail-enders are terrified. Before they go in, I mean, look, I understand it. It's very, very difficult, really difficult for us, 90 mile an hour coming at us from 21 yards. And, you know, it takes great skill and courage and nerve to, to handle it. And it's tough for us. That's why we get out. We don't succeed all the time. And that's why fast bowlers win test matches, always. Well, it was Harold Larwood in the body line on his own, John Snow in Australia, 70-71, Frank Tyson under Len Hutton, uh, whoever it is. Then you get when there's two, Limwall and Miller, Truman and Statham, you know, Hall and Griffiths. When you get four like the West Indies, they beat everybody. So for tail-enders, they, they're not equipped to play, but they have to bat, but they're a bowlers. They're not equipped to bat. So I understand why it's terrifying for them. Let me bring you right up to date. Now, yesterday, in the second 2020, Pakistan beat England by 10 wickets. What did you make of that? 2020 is fun. You've got it. Look, you don't knock it, but just accept it. Don't make it out that it's the best thing since sliced bread. It's the only cricket that needs to be played. That's rubbish. That's not fair. It is fun. And I always say every time you play cricket, you play for fun. So if people enjoy playing it, and if you enjoy watching it, then it's good for the game. But it is not the only form. It is purely fun, entertainment. It's like playing baseball. The batsman stands there, he's got 20 overs, and he's got to hit fours and sixes. If he gets an odd single, he'll take it, like bunting at baseball. But on the whole, they're looking for home runs, the big fours and sixes. That's great. But test cricket's more than that. Test cricket's an examination, as I said, of your mental strength, your courage, your technique. It's very different. Can you adapt to situations? There's lulls in test cricket. Then there's exciting periods. And you've got to be able to adapt to the spinning ball, the fast ball, the swinging ball. And that's why every player that plays, even the great players today or of the past, they're judged by test match cricket. Yes, they earn lots of money and they enjoy the fun of 2020, but don't keep it in proportion. Test cricket is what you're judged by. But the 2020 World Cup's a month away. England's are out to do big things in it. So to them, it's more than just fun. Well, it's still fun. Don't play it if it's not fun. But yes, it's important to win. Absolutely. And we have a good chance of winning. So have Australia. So I've wanted to others. The shorter the format of the game, the more it brings everybody into the mix about winning. The longer the game, when you've got two innings over four days, usually the best team comes out on top most times, unless you've got a freak pitch that does things and the toss of a coin is important. You know, you want to bowl first and a bowler's pitch. But if it's a good pitch, the best team will come out on top most times. In 2020, because it's so short, if you paid 10 over cricket, it would make it even more difficult to pick a winner. I think England has still got a good chance. I think they're Unfortunate that Bestow's injured is a big factor. They're also unfortunate that that young lad at uh, Surrey, who's a good hitter, has lost form altogether. But they've got Hales back. Hales is good. We know why he hasn't been picked. But quite honestly, he's a top-class performer. He'll make up for some of missing out on Bestow and the lad at Surrey. So briefly, Sir Geoffrey, when it comes to the test side, what do you make of this revival under Ben Stokes? You surprised by the upturn under him? Not totally. 
totally. I've always thought there's some talent in the side, and I also I was taught uh, by people at Yorkshire that getting people to play positive and having no doubts in the mind what they're doing, it frees up the mind and they play better. And they are playing better because it's very simple. I want you to be positive. I don't like the gung-ho thing right from the word ball, whacking it. I think you're going to get out. There's a lot of good bowlers around them, particularly if they've got a new ball. You're going to come a cropper at times. But if you're sensible, like Ben Stokes, the best innings of the summer was Ben Stokes at Old Trafford. England in trouble. He played pretty sensibly. He didn't come in and whack it from the word go. He played sensibly like he did at Headingley against Australia and got that famous 100. He played sensibly, carefully, got himself in. Then when he was in, he attacked him and smashed him around the park, which he can do. He's very talented. But hitting it from the word go is fraught with a lot of danger of getting out. And I think you're going to give your wicket away too many times. So a bit of common sense. Play positive. The word positive is better than gung-ho. Now, following England's 4-0 Ashes defeat to Australia last winter, Andrew Strauss has been holding a review to reform English cricket. Part of that, Sir Geoffrey, a north-south red ball competition. He wants to reduce the top division in the county championship to six and a 12-team second division. Is any of that going to work? No. Simple. Listen, I don't know any sport where the less you do, the better you get. Do you? I don't know. The great bowlers, say, like Truman, Alec Betzer, Brian Statham, they bowl all the time. These days, they're wanting rest and gym work, and then they keep breaking down. Look at Joffrey Archer. He may never play test cricket again. Not because he's talented, very talented, but his body keeps breaking down. You've got Mark Wood at Durham, very fast, wholehearted, great guy, but he's always breaking down. And if you work it out how much he's been paid for, how many balls he's bowled for England. He's the highest-paid player we've ever had. The Trumans, the Stamans, the Alec Betzers just bowled from being kids. They walked everywhere. They ran and played football. They did national service. There was all physical activity. So bowling is what you do, physical activity. Going in the gym is not going to make you a better bowler. Sorry, sitting on your and only playing six or eight matches isn't going to make you a better batsman or bowler. I don't believe in that. I could say a lot more, but for me, it isn't going to work. What will make it better, Sir Geoffrey? I mean, oh, surely God. you should have a say towards a reform. Well, he never came near me. I mean, I saw Andrew Strauss in a box at Lords. He chatted away. And he's a very pleasant lad, nice. He was a very good batsman. He's a very good captain, successful. Yeah, I get on with him when I see him occasionally, but he never mentioned asking me my opinion. And I saw Rob Key during the summer. He chatted to me, but I said, why don't you come and see me? I've got some ideas. He didn't come, so what can I do? You can't force it on people, can you? You cannot. So, Geoffrey, a final one in this, and I thank you for your time. As a man who I would recognise, and I think everybody recognises, Yorkshire's most famous cricketer, and you are. What? I'm not sure I was ever. Wilfred Rose was the best. He got 4,000 wickets and about 38,000 runs. <laughs> okay. I think that's pretty good. We'll give it to him then. But the recent trials and tribulations at the county, at Yorkshire, yeah. are they at last heading in the right direction under Lord Patel? Was change necessary, Geoffrey? Well, I never saw any racial issues. I played 25 years. I was on the committee when we had a committee, eight years. I was on the board seven years. I did presidency two years. Uh, 12, 13, and raised a lot of money with my wife, Rachel, 
I think we raised over £100,000 for the club. Um, I didn't have much to do with committees or anything from 2013, but up to then, and when I've been back for an odd match or so, I've never seen anything about race. That's all I can say. Honestly, hand on heart, never, never, ever seen anything personal. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible Resistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, and I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. From one Yorkshireman to another, here's Gareth Batty, the interim Surrey coach, on with Hawksby and Jacobs, talking about the title that they sealed on Wednesday with a 10-wicket win over Yorkshire. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you very much. Very kind. Good night last night, was it, with you and the boys? <laughs> it was more of an afternoon stroke evening. Uh, we oh. finished quite early, so it was, it was a very pleasant... Uh, yeah, whatever time it was, it was very nice. <laughs> So, were you coaching the, all aspects of Surrey, or was it just the, the Red Bull team? No, no, no. Um, it's sort of all-encompassing um, the head coach role. It's uh, the Red Bull uh, twenty twenty, and then uh, the One Day Cup. So, uh, yeah, it's quite quite varied over the year and challenging, but um, certainly very pleasant to get over the line yesterday. Yeah, that always be... get that sort of free hit next week as well. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Be good because I mean the county champion. There's been a lot of talk about it this week, and we'll come on to that. But the county championship this season, it is an odd beast, isn't it? You start off in April, and nobody really likes playing cricket in April. Let's be honest, and you're finishing, and it's October, and it's sort of with this sort of big gap in the middle. Yeah, it's the it's the stop and start nature, which is very difficult. Um, modern sport across all. Sports people talk about momentum now, don't they? And, and keeping that momentum, which um, is the impressive thing from from our players that they've managed to keep that momentum throughout a year with sort of five week breaks here and three week breaks here and so on and so forth. 
uh, with other games and fixtures thrown in, it's, it becomes very difficult. And I suppose that's why it's so satisfying um, when, you, when you're fortunate enough like we were to get over the line. Um, there's a lot of talk about Andrew Strauss's review, the high-performance review, some for it, some against it. I mean, where do you stand? How much consultation has there been with the head coaches of the, the counties in this? I suppose, and this is not me, I suppose I sit back and I, I look at people like Peter Moores, who arguably is the best coach over a period of time in England and, and other people like that. They haven't been um, spoken to, which I think is disappointing because the review for me is about making England the best team. So that means the players in there. So the coaches that develop these players need to have some sort of an input. Um, it's, a, it's a very interesting one for me. I understand the commercial side. I understand the wanting to... Uh, improve players. I think we have to be very careful how much cricket we take out of the scheduling. There is a little bit too much at the minute. Mm. I think we all agree on that. But we don't want to be losing too much in particular. We don't want to be losing too much of the red ball stuff because we've seen England win six out of seven and there's no better spectacle of a test match going the distance and two teams going hammer and tong. It's, uh, It's a pretty wonderful thing. It's a kind of conflict of interest, isn't there, between performance, you know, which the county championship, you know, producing England players, and what the county members want, which is cricket. <laughs> to be able to watch yeah, cricket I mean, and go to cricket. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I, I got caught it a little bit wrong yesterday. I said if we're not careful, if we just look at this review, we're trying to go down that celebrity culture that we're in at the minute. So you become instantly famous with no substance behind it. Uh, if you go and say Love Island or something, apologies for any of it, it's Love Island fans. But <laughs> there's nothing really behind it. What do you do apart from you've been on that show? And mm. I think the beauty of four-day cricket and the value that we put on the time you have to get those skills and the time it takes to get those skills is not something to be undermined. We don't want our England players getting flogged and playing too much. That's why central contracts came in and that's why it's a very good thing. This is not about England players playing more. This is about developing players to get in that England team. So I think they have to play in a man. Mm. Going back to uh, Surrey, I'm sure you'll want to uh, pat your players on the back and your <coughs> skipper. I mean, uh, Rory Burns is out of the England frame at the moment. I mean, the way he's been playing for you and knowing him as you do, you think there's a way back for him? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm going to be biased. I, think, I still think he's the best opener uh, in the country in that format. Um, I, I think his time hopefully will come again. Um, if... Uh, afforded the opportunity but um, I'm not going to undermine um, how important it is for for us at Surrey that he's back leading the team batting at the top of the order it's um, it, I mean it's perfect and for somebody who is so raw and uh, new to the role having uh, Rory step back in is um, it, oh, it's, it's invaluable it's amazing Do you miss playing at all? No Absolutely not. Really? These boys ball too fast nowadays and they hit the ball too far. <laughs> I was never good enough. I was a rubbish offspin that no. flattered to deceive with the bat. Yeah, well, so, yeah. um, no. That's not true. <laughs> You're a very fine player. I mean, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Well, it's good that you don't miss it, actually. Because a lot of people do. I mean, a lot of people when they do. I mean, I suppose you're in and around it. It might have been difficult if you weren't, but you're still in. You're still in the dressing room. You're still with the players. That probably, to an to an extent, softens the blow when you retire. It kind of does. But um, look, I'm not going to say that you can ever replace the feeling of being a player. Um, But I was lucky enough to play for a very long time, and I'd kind of exhausted and scratched that itch enough times that that day came when I retired. I was very very comfortable with that. but like you said, yeah, I mean, you ain't going to get too many feelings yeah. like uh, the whole of Surrey 
what the people involved, management and players would have had yesterday. It was a, it's a wonderful feeling to get over that line. And sport, that's why we love sport. Sport yeah. in general. To win, it's what it's all about. It's great. You so have got a great side, Gareth, haven't you? As I said, but quite apart from Rory Burns, you've got some great players in your team. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> the two guys we don't mention is they played a test match against South Africa and within a few days they're turning out for Surrey and uh, Ben Fawkes and, and Ollie Pope, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, that's just amazing. Uh, Sam Curran was doing it earlier in the summer for us. Uh, we're just very lucky that our international players and our superstars are desperate to play for Surrey because they have such a bond with the players, such a bond with the club, and I think that's a wonderfully powerful thing. Tom Curran scored a, a brilliant yeah. 100, didn't he, the other day? Incredibly quick. Yeah, it's a bit of a contentious issue. I, I don't want to comment too much because he got 182 balls, I think, and it was his first one, but Sam had got his first one about two months earlier and he did it off 62 balls. Oh, okay. So there's bragging rights that, well, it took you six games more than me this year, but I did it in 20 balls less. It's all on it. Two brothers kicking off Hammond Tom. This, this sounds like gas ball. Yeah. I think that's what they're going to be calling it. I mean, what... <laughs> we'll go for a bit of Burns ball. I think that sounds better. Yeah, okay. what, have you, what have you made of, of the, uh, the, you know, it's very enjoyable. I'm sure you're enjoying it like every other cricket fan, the way that Brendan McCullum and Ben Stokes have, have, have kicked off. Yeah, I mean, uh, results have been magnificent, and that's uh, what you judge by. Um, I, I think it's been very clever how it's been done um, in the media and to the public um, about, you know, pass ball, and we're doing it all different. Yes, there's been periods where England obviously are doing things different behind the scenes, but um, the purists and the, the people that uh, know the game would still look at them doing the basics incredibly well. And they just have some wonderful players that at the right time have shone. And shone so brightly that um, this new thing has emerged that is basketball, which is great. And roll with it, run with it. Why wouldn't you? Um, I, I'm excited about where cricket can go in the future um, and where it's at now. Uh, I think we sometimes talk too neg- negatively too quickly about things. Were you involved in the 100 at all? Did you have some time off during that period? Cool. No time off. Not in a county season. No, okay. I was doing the 50 over stuff. Um, oh, yeah, the Royal so, London Cup. Yeah. yeah, the Royal London Cup, which is the first time for a big club like Surrey that we actually decided that was going to be a development competition. So we promoted a couple of academy players, gave them contracts for that period to try and um, get get our own through the system and get them into uh, our ranks, which um, we didn't win as many games as we possibly could have done, but uh, wow, it was a brilliant sort of breeding ground and a couple of those now are, are pro players which um, is great for the club moving forward You didn't get your hands on the trophy yesterday did you Gareth? No no we uh, well <laughs> a few of the boys would say the couple of uh, drinks that they had at the end of the day was, was as good as the trophy but yeah. um, <laughs> we get that next week we'll have to wait Yeah good stuff Brilliant. Well congratulations well again Good to talk to you Thanks for joining us Thank you very much Thanks for listening to the following on podcast. We'll have more cricket content for you in the next couple of days. Myself, John Norman, alongside Steve Harmison, looking back at uh, England's uh, T20 series with Pakistan. Three games in, four to go. How are England shaping up? And then on Tuesday, the Cricket Collective will air on TalkSport 2. Neil Manthorpe and Steve Harmison uh, looking back at, at England uh, against India in the third ODI at Lords, um, looking back at Sir Andrew Strauss's review, certainly uh, uh, getting some uh, feedback from within the counties themselves. Uh, Gareth Bassey might pop up as well, and uh, plenty more. So, uh, lots to come here on the following on feed. So, just make sure you keep subscribed.
The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 